Warning, this is a gaming podcast. Barely a gaming podcast. It's June 28th. This is episode 16, and in this episode of the podcast, we'll be covering some of the latest news. We're going to mention there's going to be... She was like, oh, you know what this means? There's going to be a rabid Bowser. Talking bosses. From the start of the game, he kind of comes at you and is very uh, aggressive towards you. Covering the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner thing and more. Much more. Good morning, evening, night. My name is Nick, and today I'm joined by the one and only, my brother from the same mother, Eli Bear. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. So what's going on, my brother? How are you doing? What have you been playing? Well, first of all, I am doing pretty well. Um, yeah, I've been doing pretty well. I've been playing um, Hollow Knight some more. I've got a little bit farther into the game. And been playing um, some Rocket League. And what else have I been playing? Um been playing some yeah just a little bit more of the the rest of the the uh time trial for um for that racing game that i was playing <laughs> for the uh car racing game <laughs> oh car racing game that's my favorite <laughs> yeah is that hot uh, wheels <laughs> yeah hot wheels there it is hot wheels car unleashed racing. it's like barely a car <laughs> racing game they're gonna play cars <laughs> barely a car racing game. <laughs> That's my favorite game. Yeah. A car racing game. And that's a, I, I see that you've also been it. playing Hollow Knight with a K this time. So that's good. That's an improvement. Yeah. Well, we talked about this last week. And so I have uh, changed my ways. <laughs> I, was play- I was playing some knockoff last week. And so I just finally decided to change it. I didn't realize how much better this other game was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you? How are you doing? Uh, what you playing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, yeah, nothing too exciting. Um, yeah, I'm playing a, a bunch of a bunch of little games. Uh, finished the uh, Spider-Man uh, pretty much the day after we recorded last time. I uh, got the platinum yeah, on that. It's kind so of a smaller good. game kind of a little game like you mentioned a little, little tiny indie yeah <laughs> i've been playing uh some homework games played some spongebob SquarePants. man oh, did you love loving that game all right uh played uh kiwi it's it's like k-e-w or k-e-w k-e-y space we like w-e so it's like a it is a co-op game similar to like an overcooked or something like that, but you play as two little Kiwi birds. Um, yeah, that's just a little, it's a fun little, uh, just puzzle you playing game. With someone else. If you, if you, I play with Jackson. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. If you like those kind of games, definitely check it out. Um, cool. it's on, uh, one of the new PlayStation plus things. So yeah, it's fun. And then, uh, Salt and Sacrifice was on sale, so I picked that up. I played a little bit of that with Jackson, so we only played maybe like an hour, if that. And uh, yeah, that's fun. It's it's uh, very similar to the first game if you played the Salt and Sanctuary. So yeah, but cool. we're we're liking it so far. And then uh, yeah, I was also playing uh, more of Dismantle. Um, this is a game that we talked about before on the show that uh, Gwen is currently upstairs playing right now. I can just hear it just, doof, 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 just <laughs> a constant noise of just breaking things. It's just that constant rhythm. That's how fast they swing. Huh. And, yep, just breaking everything. Cool. Yeah, so. Cool, cool. That's been fun, though. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that just about does it for the games that we've been playing. So with that, we'll go and jump into the news. 
All right. So first item of business or news, as some people like business. to call it. <laughs> uh, we have a yeah, Nintendo Direct mini uh, partner showcase that happened this morning. So we're going to uh, catch that pretty fresh, I guess. Um, so we'll just go ahead and run through the games and kind of give our thoughts as we go along. We'll just go ahead and uh, mention all of the games and then talk about them. So we have Monster Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, uh, which is an expansion to Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, Near Automata, the end of your edition. Uh, I actually don't know how to say that word. Um, we have Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, uh, Super Bomberman R2, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, Pac-Man World Repack, Blanc, Return to Monkey Island, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Little Noah, Scion of Paradise, Railgrade, Sonic Frontiers, RPG Time, The Legend of Right, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Live Alive, Doramon's Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom, Minecraft Legends, Dragon Quest Treasures, Portal, Companion Collection, Harvestella, Persona 5 Royal, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 3 Portable. And that's that's about it. Uh, they mentioned a few other games in passing too, like the Plague Tale, Requiem, um, mentioned No Man's Sky coming to the Switch as well in October. Uh, but these were the games that they highlighted during the Direct. So which ones of those are you looking forward to? You know, honestly, I'm looking forward to a lot of them. I think a lot of them look good. I think maybe not, there may not be a single like day one game for me, but there's a lot of them that are like, I, I want to play this at some point. I want to to get it. First of all, I think the uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion looked really good. Uh, it looked like it had a lot more story to it than a regular Monster Hunter does, um, which I thought looked pretty, pretty exciting. I've always ha- heard good things about Nier Automata as well um that's a game that i'll probably i would like to play at some point i think um always excited for a new super bomberman r or super bomberman i should say uh did you check out that one from the demo did that one look exciting to you at all um i only saw it a little bit um yeah i don't know i was a I was still watching it when they showed it, but I honestly don't remember the stuff that I saw on it. They had an interesting mode on it where it was like um, 15 enemies against one person, which I thought was kind of uh, an interesting gameplay mechanic. It seems like maybe that's a little bit too much because like everyone would want to be the one person rather than the other 15 people, you know, but right. I don't know. Um, but it could be fun. Who knows? It's not out till next year. Um I know you had mentioned before we had started this, um, started going through these games that there's only really like one that uh, looked interesting to you. And I should try to guess uh, which one that would be. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mentioned that. Oh, and... Before that, though, I would like to say that Sonic Frontiers probably had its best showing that it's had yet. That's because they, they it's heavily edited in this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? So I it's think... not hard to beat it, but it definitely looked better. It looked more promising than it has in the past. So we'll see. You know, a lot of people are ragging on Sonic Frontiers, but I think it looks good. I think it looks That's because it, it's a 30 frames a second Sonic game that has tons of frame rate dips and popping all over the place. Uh, okay, maybe but, I didn't know it was 30 fr- FPS. Like, that's a game that should like. definitely be 60. That's a game that should definitely be 60. Um, but other than that, you know, I thought it looked pretty good. But yeah, if you're moving super fast and only going 30 FPS, it's kind of tough. Um, anyways, though, to this, guess which game that you're excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see how many tries it takes. You, we're going to make you go through all of them. I'm going to guess Live get. Alive, maybe, is the no. one that you're excited for. Nope, that is not it. That's so, one strike. That's uh, Okay, how many? I get uh, three strikes, like baseball, right? Yeah, but then you have to keep um, guessing, so... <laughs> So it might see, be multiple. See how many batters we strike out. Game that you're excited for. Are you excited to play this on the Switch? Did I'm I not ask that to question? Play anything on the Switch, but I have no idea what it's what else it's on. Okay. 
Uh, I have no idea if there's there's only one game that you're excited for on this. Um, not Mario and Rabbids. I know. Um, is it? Um, Dragon <laughs> Quest. Dragon Quest Treasures. Oh, Strike Two. Yeah, I didn't think that was it. Persona Five Royal. Strike Three. The Persona Next ones. Dang it. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be bad. Um, RPG: <laughs> The Legend of Right. <laughs> Strike One. Disney Dreamlight Valley. I'm just saying Strike them all two. now. Little Noah, Scion of Paradise. Uh, Strike three. Next matter. (laughs) Mario and Rabbit, Sparks of Hope. Strike one. (laughs) (laughs) Return to Monkey Island. (laughs) This is real bad. Strike two. (laughs) Yeah, dang it. Uh, Blanc. Strike three. Retire the side. What is it? What is it? (laughs) It is rail grade. Oh, that really? game looks great. Yeah, it does kind of look you, pretty good. It just has a really nice style. That just looks building trains that go underneath the other trains on on slants. So I, don't, I don't know. Was that did I, I mention that, that game like. when I went through them? Oh yeah, I did. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't so that one is like, so a, like oh, he's never gonna guess that one. Kind of like a train simulator, right? It's kind of what it looks like. A little bit, yeah, but not like a not like the game tram simulator, which is very different. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but kind of the same. Kind of like a Sim City <laughs> style, not like yeah. a actual what it is to be on a train. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that one looks pretty good to you. Um, okay, I'll go through just some of the other ones that look good to me. Um, since I'm right. the only one that cares about these games. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, Mario and Rabbids, I think, looks fun. That's the game that Morgan really likes. Um, so we'll get that at some point. When like, they showed Bowser at the end, one, but... that was cool. They showed Bowser yeah. at the end of it. <laughs> well, and I didn't even think about it. It was Lily, our daughter, who's five, who... Oh, no. Was it Morgan? I can't remember if it was Morgan or Lily, Lily now who mentioned... They're like now the there's going to be a... <laughs> Uh, age difference and <laughs> you know such um, that's it <laughs> but they but uh, I think it was Morgan actually Morgan mentioned there's going to be she was like oh, you know what this means there's going to be a rabid Bowser <laughs> Bowser's and, always been rabid though yeah <laughs> no, <right>. uh, <laughs> so that's an interesting thought though um I've never played any of the Pac-Man World games, I don't think. And that remaster looked pretty good. Uh, I think Blanc, I think, will be pretty fun. It's a good co-op, like, just kind of chill game, it looked like. Um, I think that'll, that'll be a good one for, like, yeah, just some good co-op gameplay. Yeah, it's um, a, cute, a cute art style. Um, yeah, could be interesting. And uh, Sonic Frontiers, like I said, I'm just going to call it now, is underrated, I think. It can't um, be it definitely not overrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I think it's underrated. Uh I think Disney Dreamlight Valley actually looks like a really fun one for like Lily. I think we might get it just for that reason. Mm-hmm, for Lily. Yeah, for Lily, of course. <laughs> for no one else except for and, Lily. And to make you play for Eli. <laughs> <laughs> well now that you mention it. Now that you mention it, Nick. <laughs> there's a few uh, farming simulator games on here that we could uh, oh, help you play. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know why you thought I'd be excited for that game. Which one? What's that one called? <laughs> that was like the the end, the last one, right? That they showed. Uh, which one? Oh, the the farming. What's it one? called? Yeah, uh, what is that Harvestella? one? Harvestella. It's like a mix between farming simulator and uh, like battles as well. And then at the yeah. end, the the end of the world uh, kind of comes. I no, think it, it looks, actually looks pretty fun. Yeah, you said that, but it looks so bad when you have to dig up a plot of dirt and it hits. You have to hit it like three times. It's like, oh come on, just go. <laughs> That's so tedious. You can't have that. 
Yeah, no. Hopefully you have like you have like a limit break or something where you just smash and all the dirt is plowed in. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, I just liked how there it seemed like there's a lot of action in it along with the farming stuff. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong, but it looks hopefully you can like, have good combat. Like, that. like that's what a lot of those haven't done very well. Like uh Stardew Valley, I think the combat sucks. I think it's just garbage. That's like the easily the worst the low point of that game for me. Like I don't want to do any of the fighting, which seems weird. It seems like that would be the stuff I want to do, but nope. It is not. I think it feels really bad. Yeah, I actually I actually agree so. with that. It's pretty simple. But I think you have to look at the audience too. Like most of the audience is looking for maybe not the action part of that game, but more the farming part of that game. And so it's a pretty simple I'd rather, combat style. Like I'd rather have just like a just a classic like top down Zelda uh, type of combat then instead of just how it works in that where you just swing your sword in a weird arc and you stop yeah. when you're swinging. It just doesn't feel good. But oh, yeah, well. maybe they'll revamp that not on Stardew Valley, but in maybe the on the new game that is, yeah, the is that going to have combat? I don't know. We'll see. I yeah, I have no we'll idea. See. We'll have to do a in depth what we want when we get the girls one time because I think that's definitely a game that they're both looking forward to. So yeah, yep. Um, and then live alive, I think will be great. Just kind of like uh, similar to the other HG two D games that they have out. Um, it's a game that has never come to the West. Um, so it doesn't have the same kind of fanfare that maybe some other Square games have, but I think it'll be a good, just a good game to play. Eight different story paths to follow, kind of similar to Octopath Traveler. Um, so I think that'll be fun. Um, what else stuck out to me? I think I mentioned it before in the Xbox Pass, uh, Xbox Showcase, but the Minecraft Legends uh, looks fun. And I think those are the big ones that stuck out to me. I know Persona 5 is good to you, but I don't know if it's my style of game yet or not. Um, but yeah, those are the, some that stuck out to me. I, I like that the, the one game just has the name because it sounds funny. Uh, that's like sounds similar. Uh, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. It's like, what a weird name for anything. <laughs> that one did actually kind of look interesting to you. Like, uh, uh, that was like the murder mystery one, right? Um, yeah, so I, th- I think those games are always interesting. Those are actually games that always, uh, you know, catch uh, Morgan's eyes as well. She kind of likes those oh, style of Morgan's games. Laser eyes. Yeah, the laser eyes. <laughs> like <clears throat> usually, like when we're going to sleep at night, I like to look over and she's just got her laser eyes on me, and it's a little bit scary, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 I can say these things because she's not here today. Um, but she'll be here next week. Anyways, <laughs> going on to our, <laughs> so uh, let's that, go to the ads. Let's go to the ads. Let's get wait out a of minute. this. And now a word from our sponsors. Wait, we got new game releases. Well, do we? All right, let's go to new game releases. <laughs> well, or we can go to ads again. And now a word from our sponsors. Since we need all that money that the ads bring in. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay. Uh, going into new game releases. So we have um, Disgaea 6 Complete. And these are not all of them, uh, but some that stuck out to us. We have uh, Portal Companion Collection coming to the Switch. We have Rogue Book coming to Stadia. And then a couple big expansions this week. We have Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, and Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak coming out this week any of those stick out to you no none that i'm gonna play like uh if i was in a cuphead um and that one definitely would be on my list uh i love the style of cuphead but for whatever reason i've still never even played it so yeah what yeah that's you? that's the same here like that's a game that i should play at some point um and i think like i mentioned before i think the sunbreak uh expansion looks really good i haven't picked up the first monster hunter rise um, but i think that expansion looks really good and then i'm i'm sure uh 
you know, the companion collection for Portal on the Switch is going to be really fun to play as well. Um, yeah, it's always nice to have those games on the go. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, with that, we'll jump into an ad break. And now, a word from our sponsors. This podcast today is brought to you ad-free by the fine folks at Awake Letter. When you're looking for a mattress, when you're trying to stay awake, look no further than Awake Letter. With our patented letter-based system, you can choose the letter that's right for you. Some people stay awake longer on an H, for example. Thank you again to our sponsors. And for keeping this ad-free. All right, let's jump into the best bosses in video game history. Top 10. All right, um, the top 10. Of, so we didn't really have a like a good... <laughs> We couldn't decide on what we wanted to do for video game bosses as far as like, uh, you know, just the, you know, best memorable bosses that you fight or like the best main bosses. So it's kind of a mix of that, I think. Or did you have more to find this than that? This is just your favorite. Just our favorite. Okay. Um, So our top 10 (laughs) video game bosses in video game history. Um, All right. I'll go. I'll go first with uh, number 10. Number 10. Goro, Mortal Kombat. I just um, always remember, um, you know, playing Mortal... I, I, I haven't played any of the new ones. I think it's gotten a little too little too gory for me, maybe. Oh, Goro, um, you mean. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Goro is def- definitely a boss that stuck out to me in, like, the older games and, like, the Super Nintendo games. Just his... Uh, forearms and I, it always was like i don't know it always intrigued me when i was playing if that's the right word for it like it always made me think like you know could i get forearms one day or you know things like that not you know not sure, for have you reason, always been, have you always been a forearm guy and not a bicep guy <laughs> well based off what i just <laughs> said yeah <laughs> he's got impressive forearms and four of them that's great <laughs> All right, number 10, number 10 for you. Number 10. I got King K. Rule from Donkey Kong Country. It's a last minute entry introduced by Eli. No, King K. <laughs> Rule is great. Uh, Donkey Kong Country <laughs> is one of the best like, side-scrolling platformers of all time. It has amazing music. And uh, yeah, King K. Rule is a, is a, is a great uh, antagonist in those games. Um yeah, it's really fun. It's a fairly simple like uh, boss fight with like distinct little like phases. Uh, probably like three different sections. But yeah, no, he's a he's a fun boss fight, and that's what I got at number ten. Cool. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to say it. <laughs> uh, number Sorry. nine. I have Hades from Hades. <laughs> Um, I, I think he's a really good boss in this game, almost because he's not really like, he's not really that bad of a guy, you know, (laughs) but he is like someone that you fight over and over and over again. Um, and I just, I just found his like personality to be really, um, you know, really shine through in the game. Like he was a fun boss to, to fight, not necessarily like one that you hated or, or something like that, but just a fun one to fight. No, yeah, I, I liked him. You could, there was definitely different uh, fun types of interactions. I believe that one of the times you fight him, you don't fight him, um, which is fun. Yeah. So they do, a lot, they do a lot of fun stuff with that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, number nine for you. Number nine. <laughs> Liquid Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid 4. Um They've had some other, like, Kojima does a lot of these, like, uh, overly drawn-out epic fights. Uh, this is definitely one of them. Liquid Ocelot, I believe, is a combination of Revolver Ocelot and Liquid Snake. But it's just, 
the fight goes on forever and then it switches to like side scrolling and you get health bars like a fighting game um and the music is changing all the time they're giving like a credit there's doing like several different music credits throughout it this is super epic um i mm. love that fight a lot that's cool yeah i haven't i haven't played those games to be honest so i feel like i just want to play those games just based on that description of it um yeah no it sounds like a super epic boss fight all right you're up number eight <clears throat> Number eight, I have Hyperion from Returnal. And you've played this game, but I don't think you've gotten to this boss fight. No, um, I've only beaten, what, three of them, I think. So that doesn't sound familiar, at least. So I won't spoil this since you're a noob, but no, just <laughs> kidding. Um, this boss, I, I mean, I'll talk about it because it's not very much of a spoiler. This boss fight is just really cool. Um because as you're fighting this guy, he has different, you know, different waves of, you know, things that come at you. But as you're fighting him, he plays the piano <laughs> the whole time. And it just is super. It just makes it pretty epic, I think, just as you're uh, going through the boss fight. I don't know if it's piano or if it's organ, maybe organ. So it's a, it kind of has that uh, creepy like over overtone to it. But I just thought that was a pretty interesting boss fight. Oh, All cool. right, num- number eight for you. Number eight. So at number eight, I have uh, an honorable mention of Father Gascon from Bloodborne. Um, I'm trying. To, I was just trying to keep one um, entry per franchise. So at number eight, I have German, the first hunter from Bloodborne. He is the final boss of the game, and yeah, this fight is epic in the field. It. It's one of the harder fights, but yeah, he's awesome. Just the whole way the fight transpires is one of my favorites. Yeah, I should probably you say go. You haven't what? You I haven't, haven't fought that boss. No, I'm at that boss, but I just wanted to fight other bosses first, and I haven't got around to fighting him yet. But I'm right there. Is that what you do? You get to the end of the game and never finish <laughs> games because you're like, I can't do it. I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> That's against my nature. It's finishing again. Add um, another one to the backlog. <laughs> but I was going to mention Father Gascoigne as uh, really one of the, the more memorable fights that I fought in Bloodborne as well. Oh, yeah, Father I really like that. Amazing. Yeah, he's he's tough, and you have to fight him to progress past that point. Um, so yeah, it's definitely one, of, definitely the most memorable boss for me. And one of the hardest bosses for me as well uh, to get through at the start of that game. Yeah, just the that style, like how you come up to him, and he's like, uh, yeah, I, I love, I love that. Anytime a game gives you like just a little bit of uh, like lead into the fight is incredible, and that that mm-hmm. one does an awesome job. Yeah, definitely. Number seven. Number seven, I have. Balder from God of War. And he's at number seven because he is one of the least likable bosses in a video game that I that I can remember. And. Yeah, I think that's mainly why he's at number seven. He just, you know, from the start of the game, he kind of comes at you and is very uh, aggressive towards you. Um, Yeah. And I mean, that basically sums it up other than, you know, you start learning more about his character and you start like um, as the game progresses, you know, you could you start getting more empathy towards him, I guess. Um, but not enough to overcome your <laughs> dislike of him, I would say. That was my feeling throughout the game. But really, one of the bosses that I just, you know, was memorable for that reason. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much about that boss fight because that game's still pretty new. If you haven't played God of War, you should. Um, yeah, but just that first part of the fight when you're like picking up trees and hitting each other. It's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, number seven for you. Number seven. I have uh, the Tower Knight from Demon Souls. He is uh, one of the first 
like Souls game bosses that just stood out to me like crazy. I was terrified of this thing. Um, and you see like the hence system that just felt like a joke to me because it said uh, attack his feet or his weaknesses his feet. And you do not want to go near his feet because he's like 800 feet tall and he just stomps <laughs> on you. But uh, yeah, no, that was, he's, he's one of my favorite souls bosses like in the entire series. So yeah, playing that, that fight. playing that game the first time I just gathered up arrows for the longest time and went in there and just cheese that boss fight when I fought him the first time it's, back on the PlayStation three. It's um, honestly probably easier to just run up and hit him in the feet. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, not I, that's how, how I, I did it. it. I, oh, I ran up. You said you cheese them and shot them with arrows because you can just run around yeah. the outside. But yeah, that's actually even harder. But no, he's, he's just a really cool design and I just like fighting him. And then you can get a lot of his armor too, which makes it even better. You get a shield yeah. at least. In the in the remake, I just I just played through it normal because I think at that point I've been a little more familiar with how the uh, Souls games work with their bosses. <laughs> so, but definitely that's what I did the first time. I just gathered up a ton of arrows and just sat in the corner and just shot him for like the longest time. And his health took so long to come down. <laughs> that's how I fought him the first time. Over, All right. Number seven. Six. <laughs> Again, Balder got a four. <laughs> number six. So number six. Number I six. have Rykard from Elden Ring. I think partially it's because I haven't fought some of the harder bosses in the game still, probably. Um, this is the hardest one probably for me so far, at least the most memorable. Um yeah, well, par- partially because there's kind of like a a trick to this boss, and I didn't really realize it. I had uh, kind of skimmed past the uh, trick part, and so I just kept going in and making this boss really hard <laughs> compared to what it should have been. So, but anyways, yeah, he was which pretty one tough. Is, and which I, one is Rykard? I don't even remember that one. He is in Mount Gelmir. And he's in the fi- like the volcano manor place, and he's the serpent oh, one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like level 180 when I fought him, and he was not hard. <laughs> and yeah, no, I think <laughs> I was like level 115 or so. So oh, okay. still probably high enough to fight him, but a little harder than 180, I would imagine. Anyways, that's my number six. What is your number six? Number six. I have a, an honorable mention of the diamond weapon from Final Fantasy VII. Um, yeah, it's, this one's mostly just because it's accompanied by one of the most awesome cutscenes in the entire game. The weapons are essentially giant, like, kaiju-type things. And uh, one of the cities, uh, this is like Junyun or Junin or something like that, is, is essentially just a giant cannon and it's just shooting at this thing uh, while it's, like, coming closer to the city. And it yeah. shoots with like a giant uh, like cannon, and uh, yeah, it's that fight's awesome. Just just that whole cutscene's awesome, and that leads into it. But my real number six is Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Um, the fight itself isn't amazing or anything, um, but yeah, uh, you get to do some really sweet stuff when you're fighting him. That's just that just feels epic. Uh, yeah. I don't really want to spoil it if you haven't played it, but uh, yeah. It's yeah, pull his pull his finger. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I, I spoiled something. Oh, big sorry, spoiler. my bad. Yeah, you get Kate Sith in there, and he just farts all over him. Done. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the spoilers, everyone. We'll try to, you know, keep it a little more spoiler free next time, or at least get some tags next time. So, apologize Number for that. Five. Number five, I have Bell Gargoyles from Dark Souls One. They were super tough for me playing through that game uh, the first time, especially may have actually stopped playing the first time uh, because of that boss. And then I just went on, did other things and came back eventually and, and beat it. Um, but yeah, no, I just thought it was super difficult to fight them both at once. Like you fought one and then the other one would kill you. And I'd get super close and then I'd die, you know? <laughs> and so that was, yeah, that- um, 
That one's definitely memorable for me for like in the wrong way. I don't like that fight. Um, I don't. I just don't think it's very fun. And it also has the thing of where you're uh, trying to cut off everyone's tail in Dark Souls One, so that always that's always trickier too. And I get mad if I kill him and that doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you get you get special weapons if you can cut off their tails. Like in that in that fight, you can get a special weapon by cutting off the gargoyle's tail. It's not even a good weapon, um, but I need it. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I I feel the same way too. Um, yeah. Anyways, you're number five. Number five is the boss from, or yeah, the boss from Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, oh, actually, an honorable mention for the end from Metal Gear Solid 3, which these names are ridiculous. <laughs> confused as what I'm talking about if you haven't played it. The end is an old, old, old man sniper. There's some funny ways to cheese him I won't, I won't talk about, but... Uh, yeah, the end is incredible. It's just a, it's a sniper fight that you don't really get in any video games. And this fight can take an hour if you're not very good and don't know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, it's in, it's like a sneaky fight. But then uh, the boss is the final boss of the game. Um, and that makes sense. That's, <laughs> well, your name is Big Boss. It, all these names are insane. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so th- this fight is just another, it's a very similar to that uh, Liquid Ocelot type fight. It's not like the same type of fighting, but it's, it's beautiful. You're running through like a whole bunch of like flowers and a huge field, but it's just super epic how it's happening and emotional between both the characters. And there's a lot of story. It's just all tied up into it, but that's a, it's a great fight, a great culmination uh, to that game, a great finale. Number four. At number four, I have Bowser at number four. Uh, Bowser is a little-known uh, boss from the Mario series. Are you just doing uh, Bowser in general from every single game? <laughs> yes. <That is> cheating. <laughs> we, we said bosses, not boss fights, did we? We said bosses, yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um <sighs> No, I and I think particularly probably like uh, Mario sixty four is where I remember Bowser the most. Uh, that first, um, the boss fight where you can throw him around by his tail—that's <laughs> the <laughs> boss fight I remember the most. Um, and I think yeah, no, just overall in the series is a very uh, iconic bad guy, um, kind of a more. Uh, a less serious bad guy. And oh yes, one of the more less everything. serious bad guys. <laughs> well that's why I paused <laughs> I, I that's why I paused in the middle of that sentence. I didn't know how to correct it, but I tried. <laughs> I fixed tried it best. for you, don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh okay, number four for you. Number four, I have Zeus from God of War Three. This fight is like half an hour long. It is broken up to a whole bunch of different like types of fighting. Um very again like this seems to be a trend on how i like boss fights it's all tied into the story it's epic how it's happening and then uh and it's an hour long half an hour long oh okay but the final part (laughs) of this fight is uh i'm I'm gonna give a little bit of spoiler warning if you haven't played it yet um so spoiler warning for fighting zeus and god of war 3 uh you can kill him as long as you want to kill him for he, he will the screen will turn red and you can just keep mashing that button for an hour if you want to so <laughs> it's a really funny mechanic um but yeah zeus from god of war 3 is an awesome fight okay so number three number three i have my most memorable fight from all of the soul series and this is from dark souls 3 this is sister freedy from dark souls 3 and yeah the the reason why i have this boss fight is that it was just really really challenging (laughs) honestly it was part of the uh uh, painted world in the uh, expansion for dark souls 3 for the dlc and um 
yeah, this this boss fight was one that was interesting because I found it really challenging. I died and maybe I was like under leveled or something, but I died on the first phase of this boss fight. And so eventually, you know, I got to the second phase and I was like, yes, I finally got to the second phase. Well, actually, first of all, I was like, dang it, this might have been you know, one of the first boss fights that I, that I ran into because Dark Souls three was the first one that, um, ha- that I had played and beat. Uh-huh. Um, and so this might've been the first boss fight where it was like, dang it, there's another, there's another, um, a level to this boss fight. You know, there's another health bar. And so I did it and got through and then finally got into the second health bar and did that. And then, finally like then i fought it and took me forever and then finally beat the second health bar and then i realized there's a third health bar <laughs> to this boss fight <laughs> and i was like oh no i'm gonna die but yeah eventually after many many attempts probably the the most uh the, the most attempts at a boss fight was this one for me and finally was able to, to beat it. And I just, yeah, I just thought it was pretty memorable. Like what happens after the boss fight? Don't want to spoil anything, but I just thought it was interesting altogether. All Number three. So I have Bowser from Super Mario 64, a runner up for Super Mario Brothers 3, where he's just smashing through the ground until he dies. But Super Mario 64 uh, is just, very mechanically sound like how you fight him i think you fight him what like three times you fight other bosses a similar way too but just spinning him around and throwing him into bombs is very satisfying very fun um yeah he's a great boss fight and one of the first like uh 3d platformers that most people ever played um he's yeah no he's great yeah. very memorable he has a cool design yeah. too where he's a hundred times bigger than mario which is great mm-hmm definitely agree with that number two number two i have sephiroth at number two um yeah no i i thought he was a great uh great antagonist in final fantasy 7 um and it was just a super interesting boss for me um because he's just like super powerful um, and just his backstory with the, his relationship to the main character cloud and yeah. And, and just some of the events that take place during the game, I think set him up to be, you know, a very interesting, very interesting bad guy. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Yeah. Okay. What's your number two? Number two. I have Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Um, this is the only boss on this list that I've never beaten. I've never even gotten close to beating him. I have not tried it as an adult. Um, he is, <laughs> is uh, a stark difference to like anybody else you fight in the game. Um, he can KO you with two punches, like any two punches that he does essentially in the entire game. Or in, in like his entire repertoire, I guess. He's super savage, um, but yeah, no. I think I think we got to get a stream of this sometime where you try to fight him. I don't even try know if I want to beat him. I, I want to leave it on my my backlog, just like you. Right? Don't finish that no, game. I I feel like I feel like <laughs> everybody else has to beat it though, especially me. Make you beat. <laughs> Make you beat. <laughs> Make you finish. Make uh, you finish. But you have, and that's the problem too, is that uh, they lost the Mike Tyson's license after the first couple years of production. So then it just becomes Punch Out, and then you have to fight Mr. Dream at the end. But that's, that's, no one wants that. Yeah. Not as cool. All right. And number one. Number one, I have Ganon slash Ganondorf at number one. Um, I would say, yeah, just a really great, uh, villain for the series. Um, and he's just recreated in so many great ways too, throughout the series, different, uh, uh, incarnations of him. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorites is probably from Ocarina of Time. Uh, just that classic Ganondorf. And 
I don't know. I think he just is set up well as a bad guy in that in that game. Just how he, you know, takes the takes the princess, and really, I don't know what makes him such a great bad guy other than um, just he has a very iconic look, very iconic actions, and you just know he's evil. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Which, uh, what's your favorite interpretation of him? Like, which, where's your your favorite place to find him? In, in that game, or no, uh, throughout the series? Throughout the series, what's your favorite Ganon fight? Yeah, throughout the series, it would probably be Ocarina of, of Time, like the end yeah. end boss in that in that one. I did enjoy fighting him too in Breath of the Wild and Ganon form. But I think he just he does take on a little bit more personality when he is uh, Ganondorf, and I have a suspicion that we'll probably see Ganondorf in this upcoming one as well in Breath of the Wild two when it comes out, just Calamity based off Ganondorf. the trailers. Calamity Ganondorf. Dorf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. Ganon is one of the coolest names throughout all of gaming, and. <laughs> And how do you make that cool? Even cooler, you add dwarf to it. What is it ridiculous? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's too ridiculous. I think it's kind of cool. To be it's honest, it's like it. I think it's more retroactively cooler. Uh, going back to it, just Ganondorf just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Ganondorf fans. <laughs> what about you what's your number one number one i have a uh, cycle manis from metal gear solid it is probably the funniest boss fight that i've ever fought in my life and it's probably the most memorable as to being just i i love this fight so much because this uh I, I won't spoil the whole thing but some minor minor spoilers for the fight is that he is pretty much impossible to beat just starting out and you have to do some tricks that you get uh from your codec that people uh, they call in and essentially give you tips for fighting him and it's it's hilarious the whole, his whole fight even before that uh he makes your he reads he reads your mind by like seeing what's on your memory card at the time this is a ps1 game um, he can see that you've played other games. He's like, so you like Castlevania or and just other funny <laughs> stuff like that. He's like, I can move your power by or move your controller by the power of my will alone. And you set your, your dual sense onto the table and then it'll start vibrating. It's, <laughs> it's just so stupid. and so funny. Uh, I love good. this fight so much. Uh, yeah, that was my number one. Cool. So let us know in the comments. What is your number one <laughs> or two? <laughs> what are your who are your or what are three. your favorite boss fights? Or four? <laughs> or or if you think we should do a retro minute? It's time for a retro minute. Mega Man X. So Mega Man X for me is uh, one of my favorite games of all time. I have beaten this game, uh, I don't know, half a dozen times or so. I I love this game. You can play through the whole thing now in just an hour or two. Um, And that's including getting everything. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's an incredible game. Uh, I love like the story stuff that has like with X. Um, it's the introduction of Mega Man's or Mega Man X's friend X. Oh, sorry. Wow. Butchering <laughs> it. I love X, but no, zero. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I finally. felt like Eli when I said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, finally, uh, I'm not the one to say something dumb. <laughs> 
Now I, I can say yeah, I I pull the nick when I do that. Now I can just reverse that. Right? <laughs> Gives me permission to do. Yep. What was your favorite boss from that game? Now that we're talking about bosses. Um, yeah, no, this was. I was thinking about bringing this on my list, but none of these were like individually enough. I love, I love all the fights. None of them are high enough to get like on my top ten list. Um, I can't, and I can't think of the final boss's name for whatever reason right now either. Um, Sig or no Sigma? Is that right? Uh, he's probably it, uh, or like uh, uh, Sting Chameleon is always a fun one. I just yeah. anyone that you need like these dumb little tricks to be able to fight, and when you're, and it, that's one of the things that I really like about it, like all of the different uh, special things. Uh, uh, make the bosses essentially just like zero difficulty. Um, mm -hmm. You can just like freeze some of the people like, and they can, can't even move the entire boss fight. Um, but yeah, no, it has some fun stuff. What about you? What what have you, what have you liked about that game that you've played a bit? Well, one of my favorite things that I've played that I've, uh, that I like about this game is that you can just go in and you can go to any of the bosses at any time. Um, well, not the last boss, I don't think, but you can go to any of the other bosses in any of the other levels. You can just choose to go to any one of those at any time. So I think that's my favorite part about the game is that you can just choose to go anywhere. Um, but you're right. Like there is that set path that you can follow, um, that makes certain boss fights easier. Mm -hmm. And just trying to think, you know, back in the day, how do you just figure that out? How do you, <laughs> you know, figure out which one's like the first boss you should go to? What's the second one you should go to? Um, do you remember playing that back in the day and figuring that out? Or how did you go about? Yeah, it, like, doing it takes that? a lot longer than an hour to beat the game the first time. Um, you're essentially getting one power up and then fighting every single other boss until you find the one that does the good thing. That it, that's the right thing. Um, so like when you fight Sting Chameleon the first time, you don't know how to beat him. Um, but then eventually you'll get the weapon that will beat him. And you, it's just a tedious process of going back all the way through over and over and over and over again through every single level with each, with each weapon. And then eventually you just remember that. So people have probably played this game and been like, wow, this is the hardest game I've ever played. And other people are probably like, wow, this is the easiest game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> basically some of the stuff too like before you know i guess you don't even really not even before you know for whatever reason like sigma when i was younger was super hard for me to beat like it's, but it's it's not he's not hard at all though really um but he is he just kind of goes back and forth across the room and you slide up uh, slide him down on the wall and dodge him but yeah um yeah it's a great game and there's some some good sacrifices made by some of the characters and other fun stuff. Uh, yeah. That keeps it, that has more emotions than any of the previous Mega Man games before it, I think. So, yeah, I really like the just snippets of story that you get from it. We're really good. Yeah. Okay. With All that, right. we'll go ahead and go into our community questions. Do you? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to be Morgan, I heard. <laughs> Do you have a favorite video game type? Puzzle, JRPG, you know, etc., etc. That's by Morgan. <laughs> hey, Morgan. Uh, thanks for calling in. I thought, I thought you had ran to the store, but I didn't realize you were going to call in today. So thank you for that, for calling in. Uh, <laughs> love you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh. Uh. <laughs> anyways <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah you can go ahead and go first nick <laughs> all right all right so I, I like like a lot of the different types of games. I would say that some it's easier for me to say ones that I'm not the hugest fan of, and that would be just ones that are just like uh, puzzle games. 
are not usually my favorite. Um, it depends on like the context of the game, but uh, JRPGs I used to really like, like Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games of all time, but it's hard for me to get into those games now. Uh, I just don't, even though I could put 200 hours into Elden Ring or whatever, just putting a ton of time into a JRPG just is not appealing to me. Maybe I would like it if I actually played it. I don't know. Um, I still can. I, I can still do that for sure. You can't finish any of them, so what's the difference? No, but I can get three quarters of the way and get three quarters <laughs> of the story in all of them. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. My favorite right now is probably, and probably has been for a really long time, probably since like uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, is probably just open world games I really enjoy. Um, yeah, like open world action games. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even have to be an amazing game, but it's, that just raises the bar for me of how much I'm going to like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I have the interest as well. One of the genres that I always get into as well are sports games, um, especially like arcade sports games. Like a lot of the simulation games I've kind of grown tired of now like the Maddens and NBA 2K. I just feel like the gameplay is just so slow in those games. Like I have a hard time getting <laughs> into those now. Um, but I can get into most kind of arcadey sports games. Um, you know, Madden 07, man, that was the pinnacle. That game. It was. Wow. That was the <laughs> pinnacle. Let me tell you. Me tell it's you. the same. It's the same. It's not the same. It, <laughs> You just have to play them both. Like Madden 07 is way I've, better. I've played Madden 07. Yeah. Like you just have to play the newest. The only reason you like that one is because it had Sean Alexander on the cover. No. Sean Alexander is a Seattle Seahawk, and that's our team, in case you guys are wondering. <laughs> no, I would I mean I would be just fine with 06 or 08 or I think 08 actually came out for the PS3, and that was not a good version, I don't think. But like 06, 07, 05, any of those games are kind of the same. And I just think the gameplay was the best in those in those games. Like a lot more fast paced than they are now. A lot like the they had the hit stick, so you could just like truck hit people. Stick was added in 07. No, it was not in 05, I think. Or am I wrong? Or was that 07? That's what it, it probably says it's been added in. It probably says it's added in 2022. Who knows? Brand new feature. So sports games always get me like Rocket League. Like I always talk about playing Rocket League. And that's, I think, uh, kind of the pinnacle sports game for me right now, just because like there's so many, it it feels a lot more like a sports game because you're controlling all the actions of the car that you're controlling. Um, And so you have a lot more control than you wouldn't like a sports game. Whereas, you know, you pass the ball and someone's dribbling it, but you don't really have control of that person dribbling it. Um, Whereas in Rocket League, you kind of do. A little bit more. Um, and then, yeah, I'm still a big fan of JRPGs. Um, games like the you know Final Fantasy series or games like that, that that have come out. And then big open world, you know, action RPGs as well, like Elden Ring or like Breath of the Wild are probably the games that are most likely to get me. As well, I should say, um, uh, strategy games like um, Fire Emblem or... Um, you know, those those style of games too interest me. So <clears throat> I think that's a roundabout way of saying that there's a lot of favorite game types. I guess probably number one, I guess I would probably say sports as as a game that's probably going to catch my attention. Um, even though I don't know if it's my favorite game type, but definitely one that I'll probably give a try. You know, I would like to uh say that because it's open world and because he's fast, uh, I really, I really want like an open world flash game, but I don't, uh, like flash the superhero. Um, I don't think that's coming anytime soon. So what do you mean? You got um, Sonic frontiers. That's, that's what it. I was about to get into. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to play that just because that's as close as we're going to get for a while. So yeah. <laughs> Sonic frontiers might, might be my game of the year. Who knows? It, it won't be. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, a good great question. question great question, Morgan. Thanks You're only for saying that because you have to. 
that is not true. I, <laughs> All right, say it's a bad I, question. Then. Say it. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't think that's bad. I think it was a good question, though. Honestly. No, it, it is a good question. That's a really it's good, a good question. question. Um, yeah. I don't know if my answer was the best for it, but I think it was a good question. Like, I don't really think arcade sports games are like my favorite game type, but I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next part. Uh, we have a question from Monkey Thunder. What's a game you thought you'd like, but actually hated? Do you have an answer uh, for this one? Yeah, Plague Tale. Uh, It was a game I thought I'd like, but I actually really hated it. Really hated it. You got bad taste. That game's good. Mm, I mean, I hate sneaking. (laughs) I hate sneaking. And that's like the whole game. And it just is. Yeah. You don't even have to sneak that much. You just run up to him, hit him with a rock. That's not how you're supposed to play that game. I can. You could. Technically. But in the next game, the next game. It gives you a crossbow and some other stuff, so you don't have to sneak even like even less sneaking. I also hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> that comes out in six months. Yeah, I hate that one too. What about you? Do you have a good answer for that? Uh, for me, um, one that I thought I was really going to like and th- that everyone is hyped up as being great is uh, Near Automata. Man, I hate that game. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently it gets better after... You beat it several times, but wait, really? I did not like. Yeah, yeah. This is when you have to beat like six times. Um, oh, I didn't know that. It only takes like I don't know, less than ten hours to beat it the first time, and then it gets shorter mm. and shorter. I think. Um, Interesting. But yeah, it. I've played some of the other games. Like, uh, I I love uh, like Transformers Devastation, which is like one of their beer low tier games that. Uh, was it platinum that made it? Um, yeah, yeah, near near auto, automata. Is that how you're supposed to say it? I always want to say automata because I like how that sounds, but that it's even though it's wrong, I'm pretty sure. Uh, automata pita, pia, automata, automata pia. Um, but yeah, no, I really don't like the gameplay in it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, if you beat it, then it'll be better. And then the second time is even worse. But then the third time is, I think, is where it's supposed to get you. <laughs> like, I, huh. I don't understand why everybody likes that game so much. So there's, okay. there is definitely, there's definitely some really cool stuff. Like when you're running, and then it switches your camera view to a different angle, and it's like essentially like you're playing a side scroller instead. That kind of stuff is really cool. But yeah, yeah, even at like whatever, however long the game is, the short six hours, eight hour, I don't remember. It is too long. Like, mm. I feel like, yeah, the whole game is, yeah, it gets way, like, too slow and repetitive. But Well, now I'm going to have to play it and see if you're right. <laughs> I mean, that's why I played a Plague Tale right after you said it was a 1 out of 10. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play it. It becomes my must play. Gwen <laughs> told me to play it. I'm like, no. Eli says it's the worst game ever. I'm like, all right, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Need no more convincing. <laughs> All right. So I think that just about does it for our show. Yeah, thanks. Uh thanks for being good time listeners. Join us on Discord at a barely a gaming podcast. On our wait, what? Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Do you, nope. do you want me to do it? Yeah, go ahead. You do it. <laughs> you doing okay there? <laughs> no, I broke. Uh, uh, yeah, you can join us at Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter at BarelyAGP. This has been a gaming podcast. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so broken. I'm so broken. Barely a gaming podcast. <laughs> what what is going on over there? <laughs> I gotta run around, but I run around and then it's like oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Plus we say the same thing every week. <laughs> no, Adios.
Hasta la vista. Hasta luego. Hasta la pasta. Hasta lasaña. Que les vaya bien. <laughs>